Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. All right, congratulations, Utah, on signing the two-way deal. Uh, welcome to the Raptors officially, and uh, thanks for your time today, man. Yeah, thank you. So first off, um, how did you hear about the news um, about the deal? And what was your first reaction when you, when you heard it? Uh, so right after the uh, game against Miami, I had a meeting with coach and GM, and then they told me um, uh, they're going to keep me. So, I mean, my reaction was obviously like I was happy. I was super excited. Uh, but, uh, you know, I haven't achieved anything yet, you know. Uh, this is just the beginning, so, uh, you know, I don't have time to relax or anything, so I just got to, you know, keep working, keep it going, so, and then I just got to keep, uh, you know, improving myself. Um, now, what did the Coach Nick Nurse tell you about your role? Um, how much time will you be spending uh, with the NBA team um, as compared to um, the 905 in the G League? Well, I haven't, like, really talked to that specific yet, but uh, uh, coaches have been telling me that uh, they like me about, like, meaning about, um, you know, play right away and, like, uh, do, like, little stuff, like, every day, like, do little stuff, like, perfectly. So, I mean, that's that uh, uh, coaches like like me and normally, like, in the NBA or G League, I just got to keep doing all those little things, you know, because, like, that's what they like me about. So, if I keep doing that, uh, I'm sure like they're gonna give me some opportunity. Then then I just gotta keep on on it. That's great. Um, I remember during your first Raptors interview, I think this was in training camp. I asked you, well, what do you think it'll take to jump to the NBA level? And you told me you want to shoot at least 40% from three while also <laughs> playing active defense. Now in preseason, you shot 60% from three, and you were very active defensively. But actually, the one thing that surprised me when I was watching you was your passing. You know, um, most players trying to make the team tend to try to score and try to impress the coaches, but you made some really great passes every game. Um, where does that unselfishness come from in your game? I mean, that's just who I am, you know. Um, I mean, that's, a, that's how I play. Like I said, uh, coaches, coaches like me about, like, I always make a right play. You know, I'm, a, I'm an unselfish guy. Uh, I mean, obviously, if I can score, like I'm going to score. But uh, if some I see someone open, like I'm passing like every time. So um, you know, that's just who I am. That, that's just how I play. So uh, I mean, and then I'm glad that you know they um, they like me about that stuff. So uh, you know, I just gotta keep being myself. You know, I just gotta keep passing the ball uh, and when I can attack, attack the rim, I mean, I just got to, you know, keep doing that. Right. Um, now, in Japan, from my research, uh, you are called the chosen one or the special one. Um, what was the reaction back home when you when you signed with the Raptors? They are happy. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm really... I'm always grateful, you know, their support, you know, they are always um, cheering for me, rooting for me. So, uh, you know, obviously, like, um, I really appreciate 
um, obviously like the last two years in Memphis, they were like really like, rooting for me. And then now I signed with the Raptors and they say, oh, now nah, I'm a Raptor fan. You know, <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a great thing. So, you know, I'm, I'm just like really grateful for that. Yeah. Um, now, of, of course, those nicknames, I mean, that carries a lot of pressure. Do you feel that pressure in, in terms of what is it like being the face of a, a generation, really? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Uh, there is a pressure, but uh, at the same time, um, you know, I'm, I'm playing basketball because, like, I love playing basketball. So uh, I'm really enjoying it. And like I said, I'm really grateful. You know, a lot of people support me. Um, so I just got to, you know, like I said, I just got to keep working hard, keep improving myself, and then just got to uh, keep making them proud. That's awesome. Um, now, I want to ask you, how popular is basketball in Japan, maybe as compared to other sports? And um, how do you see yourself and Rui Hachimura sort of influencing more growth in terms of popularity of basketball in Japan? Yeah, I think basketball is getting a lot bigger, especially the last two, three years. Okay. Because... You know, I'm in NBA, and Rui got drafted last year with the ninth pick. Um, so it's it's getting, like, uh, really big. But uh, still, uh, I think baseball and soccer is, like, two biggest sports in Japan. Um, so, you know, uh, so I just... So, like, our job is, like, you know, um, just do, like, do our stuff, like, play well in the league and, like... Uh, so that like more people maybe start watching NBA more or like even like B League and like Japanese League. So um, I think it's our job to um, make basketball bigger than like what it what is what it is right now in Japan. That's really great. Um, now, do you feel like this is sort of like a bigger breakout moment for Japan in terms of sports? You know, you and Rui are in the NBA. Uh, Naomi Osaka is the number one player in the world. Um, Takumi Minamino just won the Premier League with Liverpool. Do you keep up with the other Japanese athletes? Yeah, I have a few friends, um, like Shohei Otani, okay. who is um, uh, Los Angeles um, and, uh, Angels. He's uh, one, of, uh, one of my friends, and like uh, I don't, I know, I don't know if you know him, but uh, Daiya Seto is a swimmer. He's uh, also my friend, too. So I have uh, some relationship with uh, athletes from other sports. That's awesome. Um, now, uh, the Tokyo Olympics were supposed to be held this year in 2020, uh, but they're delayed due to COVID-19. They will be taking place next summer. What will it mean to you to represent Japan, and, and not just represent Japan, but do so in your home country? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's amazing. You know, uh, this is definitely... Um, like once a life, once in a life stuff, you know. Uh, I mean, not many people can play Olympic mm-hmm. in their country, so I'm really excited. Um, especially like, you know, I came US after high school, so I haven't been able to play in front of um, uh, Japanese fans in like long time. So, I mean, I don't know yet if they're gonna have fans in the arena or not, but uh, I mean, hopefully, uh, you know, Corona thing get better than what it is right now. And I can play like in front of my family, friends, and a lot of fans in Japan. Yeah. Um, I mean, I- I'm Chinese and I remember 2008 Olympics was in Beijing 
and mm-hmm. Yao, Yao Ming was on the team and China was playing the USA. Yao Ming hit a three to start the game. China went up three, nothing. And it was probably the loudest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> of course they went on to lose by 30 because you know, USA, but um, yeah, yeah that's going to be a really awesome moment. I'm really excited for you, but you know, from what I understand, you're not the first member of your family to represent Japan on a national team. Um, I was reading that your mom was on the national team. Uh, your dad played pro your sister plays pro right now. How much did your parents influence your decision to play basketball? A lot. Um, so it was like really natural for me to start playing basketball. Like I didn't, I didn't think play like any other sport. Uh, I mean, obviously, like I, I never played. I mean, never seen them playing in live. I just saw that like, like uh, you know, video and stuff. But uh, you know, they were my coaches growing growing up. So I mean, they influenced me a lot, and I really appreciate. Um, what they, what they have done for me in like the last, uh, you know, 20 years in my basketball career. Um, I want, I wanted to ask like, what age were you, did, were you, when you finally, you know, were the best family uh, player in your family? Because it's a lot of competition, I would imagine. But what age was that? What, was that become the best, they said? Yeah, in your family. Uh, maybe like, 15 or 16 years old. I used okay. to play, yeah, I used to play um, a lot of one-on-one against my, um, against my dad. And then, like, when I was a kid, you know, he always beat me. And I was, like, crying and stuff. <laughs> but, uh, like, when I was, like, 15, 16, I finally beat him. And I was, like, so happy. And since then, uh, I am just keep winning. So, but my dad still can shoot, though. He, he's, he's a great shooter. So, uh you know, in those free throw games, sometimes he still win against me. So I just gotta, I still oh, wow. gotta, yeah, I just, I still gotta, you know, uh, keep on, my, like, keep, keep working on my game. Well, I mean, now, now you're a great shooter too. So I think it definitely runs in the family. Um, I was also reading uh, in your bio, sort of, um, you came to the States in high school. And, um, you know, for me, I, I remember when I first immigrated from China to Canada, like, I only spoke three English words and they were like, yes, no, and panda. Uh, so what was that experience like for you? What's the, what's been the biggest culture shock moment that you remember? Yeah. I mean, very similar. I yeah. came to U.S. with uh, no English. I couldn't speak any English. Like I didn't know anyone. I just, you know, came by myself without like, you know, anything. And, but I mean, they were like always really helpful, you know, even, even though like I couldn't speak English. They are like always like teaching me, like always try to talk to me. So, I mean, without like everybody's help, I wouldn't have been like who I am right now. So I'm very uh, grateful, you know, like my uh, prep school coach, college coach, teammates and stuff. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely um, feel like I made the right decision to come to the U.S. when I was like 18 years old. Absolutely. And now you're on the Raptors. Um, now to, to end the interview, I really wanted to run through some rapid fire questions with you. Uh, there'll be, I want to ask you a question and you just give me a very quick answer. Is that all right? All right. Uh, growing up, who was your favorite player? Kobe Bryant. Uh, okay. What's your, what's your favorite performance by Kobe? Uh, be the last game. Okay. Yeah. I, I thought you were gonna say eighty one. I mean, but it's smart now that you're on the Raptors. Yeah. You, you don't I, I was gonna say yeah, I that's why like I paused a little bit. <laughs> I was gonna say eighty one or the last game. But uh 
last game. Yeah, I remember watching that live. I think the Raptors were up like 20 in the third quarter and uh, and then Kobe happened. Um, uh, what, what would you be doing if you weren't a professional basketball player? Good question. I don't know, honestly. Like, yeah. I've never thought about it, so I don't know. Um, all right. Uh, who was the first NBA player you remember dunking on? I'm dunking on? I never dunked on the... Not yet? Not yet. Okay, it, it'll come. Uh, who was the first NBA player who dunked on you? Do you remember that? Uh, Miles Plumley. Well, okay. All right. Yeah, that was uh, yeah, that was the preseason games against uh, Atlanta Hawks. Okay. And I subbed in. Ten seconds later, he dunked on me. So I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't worry. Nobody remembers that anymore. Don't, yeah. nobody. Uh, favorite video game growing up? Uh, Smash Bros. Oh, okay. Who do you, who do you play with? Who's your go-to character in Smash? Uh... Fox. Okay, Fox. Wow, okay. That's yeah. surprising. Um, favorite manga? Uh, Slam Dunk. Okay, that makes sense. Um, sushi or ramen? Ramen. Ra- oh, okay, okay, good. Um, uh, strangest interaction you've ever had with a fan? Uh, not, not really. Okay. I, I, yeah. I was reading a story where your coach was telling you about a oh, time yeah. someone threw a baby at you or something like that. Yeah, I mean, that was, like, not, like, entirely true. Like, she actually did, like, she not, like, throwing a baby, but, like, she was, like, you know, handed to me, like, so, like, I had to, like, hold her and, like, took a picture with them. But, um, yeah, I mean, maybe that's one. All right. Uh, three more. Okay. Favorite musical artist? Uh, can I... You want me to like? Um, could it be like Japanese artist too? Yeah, of or course. Anyone? Um, it's called like Shonan no Kaze. That's like one of my favorite like group. Okay, I, I will look it up. Uh, okay. Favorite movie? Rudy. Oh, okay, nice. And then last question, very important. Uh, I was watching uh, a preseason game with the Raptors where they asked all the Raptors, "What did you bring? What did you pack for Tampa? Because you're going to be there for three months at least." And you said you're going to bring a rice cooker and chopsticks to Tampa. Did you actually bring a rice cooker and chopsticks to Tampa? Uh, you know, is that an honest answer? <laughs> Honestly, not yet. Um, but I'm definitely, uh, I'm definitely bringing right now. Cause like, cause like, <laughs> cause like, I didn't know like if I'm going to go I was the only training camp deal. So right. Of course that was like only, like maybe like two weeks, so I wasn't sure like if I'm gonna stay here. So not yet, but it's coming. It's okay, coming. that's great. Well, maybe you can use the new contract to uh, get yourself a top of the line rice cooker. Yuta, thanks so much, man. I appreciate <laughs> yeah. it a lot. Congratulations on making uh, the team, and best of luck this season. Appreciate. You. Thank you so much. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.